Man, I can't explain it. Just walking down these hallways, all those memories just start flooding back. And it is But this is a new team, and this team has been on an unbelievable journey so far. The miracles, the plays that blew your mind, the trials that could have broken others. This city has been waiting on another team with heart like this one. So let's keep this train moving. Keep these memories going so that we can do what this city believes we can do. Whatever it takes. This is our day because we're going to make it our day. We will stay together and whatever it takes. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Philly Philly Podcast as we have a special wildcard weekend preview show set up for you tonight. As always, you got Chris Lahip with me. And welcoming back to the Philly Philly Podcast, our old third wheel, Pat Houseman. Pat, how you doing, pal? Excellent. Glad to be here, guys. <laughs> oh, so it's obviously, you know, one of the funnest weekends of the year. I mean, not that week 18, or week 18, I guess it was, week 18, week 17, was anything to disappoint. Um, but we, we got some games coming up, um, and we're going to preview them, and... Get each other's predictions in each game. We're going to keep each segment small and, uh, you know, keep it everything going. Keep everything going. Keep it like 10 minutes because I think there's what? There's seven games or six games. So, yeah, we don't, we, we want to, we want to do each game and, you know, dive into, you know, a little bit of a breakdown. Um, you know, Eric will be right back. So, you know, first first one we're gonna dive into is there we go. Yeah, right there. Yeah, you guys were sounding slow motion. I couldn't uh, I couldn't hear anything, so I had to uh, go ahead and log out and come back in. But I'm back and I'm good. All right, so I was just telling them we're gonna try. We're gonna do each game. You know, we're we're not gonna dive into too much. You know, other than maybe the Patriots game because that's Pat's forte and the Eagles game, which is our forte. Um, but the first game, Bengals and Raiders. Like, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1991. What's that new meme going around with the uh, with the text messages? Well, it's not new, but it's you know, you know, no one's ever sent anyone a text saying congratulations. The Bengals won <laughs> a, a playoff game. So that that's crazy. And then I don't think I don't think Oakland's won a playoff game since the and the AFC Championship game in was it two thousand two thousand two yeah it was two thousand it was a two thousand two season yeah yeah so that's that's almost twenty I mean it's twenty years I mean nineteen but you know that that's it's a long time to not let up be in the playoffs let alone win a playoff game 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't know. So, like, I'm just going to get right to the meat of it. Who do you guys think win this one? I, I, I literally – I, I gotta go Bengals. I gotta go yeah. Bengals just just on the Joe Burrow thing. Like David Carr is, yo, know, he's Dave. No, Derek. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. He's a good quarterback. It's the first time he's in his playoffs. I just think Joe Burrow's head and shoulders above him. I mean, you 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 can agree to disagree. I just that's just my opinion. I love Joe Burrow. I'm on the record saying I love Joe Burrow. I I think the kid's a tough kid. I think he's a fantastic quarterback. I think. You know, he's one of those guys right now that's kind of flying under the radar a little bit, even with the numbers he's putting up. You know, everybody's got their eyes on Mahomes. they got their eyes on Justin Herbert. Big arms, flashy. But Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. And he's the type of guy you want leading your team. With that said, very young roster. Um, I'm looking at this being the potential upset. Um, just the Raiders are a really weird team. Um and they could go very easily go and get blown out the way they got blown out against Kansas City. But it just seems like they find very weird ways to hang around, hang around, hang around, and then they end up winning games. And they have a good kicking game. You know, so if it's if it's tied end of the game and, you know, they got to send Carlson out there for a 52-yarder, I think that guy bangs one right down the middle. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to probably a field goal at the end. I actually like the Raiders in it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I – I uh I, I go I'm I'm still going with the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Um, he I'm looking at this game as simply coming down to the, the battle of the quarterbacks, and I, I think Burrow's is like just head and shoulders above Derek Carr. Um, uh, Carr is so up and down this year. For like the first seven weeks of the season, he was legit on like MVP pace type play. Like, people are actually saying he was, like, in the early, like, talks of possible MVP. And then he goes on, like, these streaks where he's inconsistent and he he just, like, disappears. And he becomes a non-factor. And like you said, Pat, it comes down – he keeps them in just enough where it comes down to the kicking team to, to keep them into the games. And, yeah, but I, I think – I do – I think uh, Cincinnati may, may get this victory. Um yeah, so go ahead, Chris. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. No, you got John Gonzalez chiming in saying, you know, Raiders team of destiny. It very well could be, you know. You know, like I was looking at like I was looking at a couple of stats today. You know, the big thing we'll get to it, get to that, is about you know, the team in the NFC East who's the wild card and how they're one in seven versus teams in the playoffs. Well, like teams with winning records, I'm sorry. Well, the 2011 Giants didn't beat anybody with a winning record. We know how that ended. But you know, listen, the, the Bengals versus Raiders. You know, it's so it's a weird game because the Raiders haven't scored twenty points in like seven straight games up until this game on Sunday night. So, you know, like like Pat said, it could go both ways. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Bengals. But like, think about this: Daniel Carson kicks the game-winning field goal. And then the Steelers fans go above and beyond and donate to his charities because he gets them into the playoffs. So, cheers to uh, the Steelers fans for doing that. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joining you in a beer tonight, Chris. That's good. So, um, I got – I got. I, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Eric's got the Bengals. And, you know, it sounds like – 
Pat's got the Raiders. So we'll see. We'll, we'll when we do next weekend for divisional round, we'll see. You never know. Like it could be an upset, could not be. So now uh oh. We're gonna go to the Saturday night game. And I have a little intro video for Pat since it's his team. Third and three. Wrong one. Wrong one. Here's Edelman broken up, and the pass is no sign yet. Edelman comes down with a football, and they're saying it's a catch. Let's see who comes down with it. Oh, that's a catch. Oh, my God. That's incredible. That's amazing concentration by Julian Edelman to be able to make a play Atlanta on that. is challenging the ruling on the field of a completed pass. We'll review the play. The ball was resting on the arm of Ricardo Allen, and Edelman able to re-grab it before he hits the ground. I checked with Mike Pereira in our booth. He thinks it's a catch, and the play's being challenged by Atlanta. And it should have been an interception. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, they, listen, that'll, for me, it'll be the second greatest Super Bowl ever played. Obviously, the Eagles winning is one. 28 to 3. We know the whole story. The officials get that catch right, but we can't figure out what it catches for the next eons. <laughs> they all called it they all called it complete. They all looked around and they were like, yeah. And they and I, I don't know how. I think they were just like, it's a catch. F it. <laughs> That's what we're going with. So I couldn't find any Patriots Bills highlights in playoffs because I could I don't remember when the last time they played. If they played. <laughs> I can't as, as long as I've been a fan, they haven't played the playoffs. We played the Jets a few times in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I know that. I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I feel like you guys were always playing the uh, Chad Pennington in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> Chad Pennington. Pey- it was Peyton Manning a lot of the time. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it, it was clearly Peyton Manning, but I feel yeah. like a couple of times. So we're gonna we're gonna go Bills Patriots. Um, it's a really good game. It's a weird line. It's three and a half, which goes that no one is really the favorite because when you get three, it's because you're the home team. So technically it's a half a point favorite. I So yeah, the money line's not that much. The money line's only 120, which I'm sorry, 160, which is, you don't touch. That's a game you don't touch. Like the Eagles money line's 320. This is 165. And, for the Patriots, and that's a game you don't touch, you don't stay away, you don't you don't touch that game till eight ten, because then you know where where the line is going to be. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Bills based on the play of Josh Allen and where he was at last season and how close he was. Um, you know the weather is going to play a huge factor. I don't think. You can take the four or five pass attempts that Mac Jones did, like, what was it, six or seven weeks ago? I think it was. I don't think you can do that in a playoff game. I could be wrong, but I, I think you're going to have to use your arm to beat. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Bill's like, no, nah, we're just going to run the ball. And, Mac, you're going to throw it three, maybe four times. I'm going to turn it over to you two. Go ahead, Pat. You can go. This is your team. 
I don't think we're going to see a duplicate game plan like that this time. Um, I I do know Josh Allen's record in games where it's sub-32 is not very good. Neither is his statistics. With that said, I still think with, with the playoff experience the Bills got at key positions last year, I think that they have the advantage. I think that in like a 55-45, I'd lean towards the Bills in this one. Just being honest. Um Listen, you're 100 percent right, and they got a rookie quarterback. You know that that That's plays a, a factor. And I think um, there there's been there's been times during the season where the Patriots defense looked like the old boogeyman defense. They had that seven game stretch where they looked great. Um, they did not look great get, at all against the Colts. The Colts ran all over them, and with Singletary now looking like he's a pretty fierce back, um, I, I think Buffalo's going to have their running game going. I think they're going to be able to throw the ball just enough to to kind of keep the running game on or to keep our defense honest to where we can't just stack the box. And I think they're probably going to control the ball most of the game. Um, and I don't think Matt Jones is going to be able to make enough plays. I just, I, I don't, you know, rookie quarterback playoff game away. I just don't think he's going to be able to make enough plays for us to win that game. So I'm actually leaning with the bills. I think it's going to be a close game, but my, my head's telling me it's going to be a bills victory on uh, Saturday night, but kudos to my Pats for getting into the playoffs. I mean, last year we missed, we didn't look good. Um, you know, they, they played, they played good football this year. I'm, I'm proud they were able to at least get back into the playoffs and I'm happy, you know, with the direction we're going. And I think they got good guys signed for years to come here. They're going to have to do some things with, uh, some of the contracts that are going off this year and replacing guys, but hell of a season way to rework that, uh, th- that roster and get them back in there by Bill Belichick. I expect them to be back for the next few years. Cheers to the Pats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, I, 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 I'm on board with everything you just said on, on, about this game, Pat. Um, I am leaning more towards the Bills in this one. Um, I think Josh Allen's going to, you know, uh, have a a really nice game. I think the uh, I think the playoffs is going to uh, show. Um, I think it might get to Mac Jones a little bit, and I, I'm a fan of Mac Jones. I I, I really like Mac Jones a lot. Um, he's he's, he's going to be a good quarterback in this. Yeah, one. he yeah. is. He's yeah. And I mean, uh, and like like you said, kudos to the Pats for getting back into the playoffs. You know, a year removed of you know you know the Tom Brady era coming to an end. And I actually think that you know what they did this year and the coaching job that Belichick did. I actually think Belichick might win Coach of the Year. Um, uh, um, I'll hold on. I'll disagree with you because it's got to be Mike. Of course you would. Um, <laughs> I mean, but hold on. I mean, look what look what Mike Variable did. You, you, I mean, I, I listen. You're 100 percent right about Belichick. He's the goat. You know, but you're right. He he got the team back into the playoffs. He made the right picks. He like you say, he did everything right. For me, if you were doing Coach of the Year, if the three of us had to vote for Coach of the Year right now, I say Variable. You say Belichick. And I, if you say Ron Rivera, I'm going to drive to your house and stab you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, no, I, I just, I, I actually like. Uh, I, I would probably say it'd be more variable. Continuing to win and get the number one seed without Derrick Henry there, that was. It's got to go to him. See, I see. I'm a little, I'm a little different with it on this one because I mean, like Belichick doesn't have like major stars. You know, he just rebuilt this team and he's got guys for the system itself. And don't get me wrong, Rabel had a huge uphill battle with, you know, losing Derrick Henry for a while and. And I believe AJ Brown was hurt here and there, so he missed some time. You know, he's their their top wide out. So 
I mean, uh, for them to do what they did to get into the playoffs with, with the, the team that they had, yeah, it, it was great. But, I mean, it's – you know, Belichick doesn't have one – you know, he doesn't have a Derrick Henry. He doesn't have an A.J. Brown. Wait He's got – Are you saying Harry Keneal isn't good? They kill Harry? Keneal Harry. I don't even know his name. Jesus Christ. Never mind. That answers my own question. There you go. There you go. Yeah, no. Um, no I, well, but I, I, and I agree with John. John said, you know, it's going to be a close game. I agree with that. Um, I, I definitely think the Pats still is going to be a close game. Yeah, oh. I, I, I see it being I see it being a close game, too. But Hold on. Why we're still on the AFC East? Yes. What the hell was Miami thinking? I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's gone because they beat us three LAs four times. And and Belichick does well not Belichick does not generally do well against guys that have coached in his system. I guess because they kind of know what he likes to do. And I'm glad that guy's out of the division. See ya. <laughs> All right. So we yeah, got well, three. But did you hear the story that came out about him? He said that they they uh he, he threw two basically under the bus. They said, you know, if you could go back and you could rebuild around somebody else, who would you would you do it? And he goes, No, nah, I'd rather just go back and draft Mac Jones. So he endorsed Mac Jones over Tua. So Yeah, things you don't say out loud. Yeah. That's probably one of them. Yeah. And and now that that could be part of the reason why he's no longer, you know, Flores is no longer coach of Oh, you know what I mean? They said that was the biggest reason why. They said because yeah. of the relationship with the quarterback. And look, Tua was credit. I mean his stats, all like for accuracy, all, all that stuff went up this year. You know, it mm-hmm. seemed like by all accounts, especially when they were on that seven game tear, he played he played good football. So I don't know why everybody hates that kid. I just doesn't make any sense to me. Be, you know, because it's easy to hate him. It, it, he's an Alabama guy. You know, he, again, it goes back to like Jalen Hurts and him. They don't have strong arms. Again, yeah. strong arms doesn't matter in the NFL. Not everyone's going to be Tom Brady. Not everyone's going to be. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. It's just, well, Tom Brady doesn't really have a strong arm. He never really did. It's like the, the strong he, arm. Yeah, but he, you know, he did. Th- he does throw a pretty ball. But yeah, two it doesn't. But a lot of that, I think, a lot of that has to do with him being a lefty. They hate left-handed quarterbacks. The NFL. They just seem like they hate it. I don't. I don't understand why. Okay. All right. So we're gonna skip the Eagles game. We'll come back to that, and then we'll go to. For me, I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. Third and three. We'll see a pick of some down on the right side, possibly. Montana. Looking, looking. Throwing in the end zone. Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. Now, that's the GOAT quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) So, you, you know, Dallas and 49ers, here we are. They haven't played each other since 1995 in the playoffs, which is insane. It's, it's a stat you just don't think of. You, when you think of Dallas and 49ers, you, you, you go back to the rivalry and you're just like, wow, they really haven't played each other. Yeah, they played so much when we were kids and growing up and everything. And it has not neither, – neither team's been particularly good. They've had stretches where one's good, one sucks. You know, it kind of goes back and forth. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, the Niners had the two playoff appearances in the two, in the, in the, in the two thousands, like the late two, like 12, what was it? Right. 12. With Harbaugh. And, yeah. With Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. With Harbaugh. And, and, and 18, right? 18 with Shanahan. Yeah. 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 Well, th- this game is actually my six pack coverage wild card game of wild, of wild card weekend. 
because like you, I agree with you, Chris. This is going to be probably the best game that we see for for the weekend. Like I'm, I'm actually excited for this game. I, I really am. Um, I kind of wish the Niners didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I kind of wish it'd be somebody else. But um, with that said, I, I do. I love it. Like Debo Samuel is just something special to watch. Like he is, he he is really good, but. Um, I'm actually going to agree with John Gonzalez here, you know, despite my dislike for Dallas, I'm picking them in this game. They, they have a good team. They, they do have a good team. They, they won 12 games. Listen, they're, they won the East, like they won 12 games. You know, they put up 50 points a couple times. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to go with the 49ers and it's not, I, you know, I'm going to have a slight edge on coaching. I think Kyle Shanahan, this isn't the moment. You know, when I think when Shanahan gets in the moment, he backs off his his game plan and I feel like he coaches nervous. We saw it in the 28 to 3 Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51. You know, we saw it when they played Kansas City. Um that that he backed off. And, you know, if he just sticks to his game plan, if he looks at what the Eagles did with our backup running backs and how they gassed them for yards and everything, he doesn't need Jimmy Garoppolo to third 32 times. You hand that ball off to Debo Samuel four times a game, he's going to get you 60 yards one of those times. I don't understand it. Like, you know, he we, we all know he's getting the ball, but we just we're, we just can't stop him. We're not, we're, we're not going to stop him. Um, but, you know, I see yeah, – I don't – I just – it's. I just feel like sometimes these guys disappear. We don't know what Parsons is going to be. You know, did Parsons have COVID or was he out? You know, you got to look at his health. I know what he's going to be. He's going to be. He's going to be the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons is going to be the best player on the field. Um, I I like the Cowboys in this game. I like the Cowboys in this game. Um, I just I, I think they're gonna they're gonna really I think Quinn's gonna really have a game plan set to just tee off on Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo gets the ball out fast. It's what he does. But they hit him a few times. He's made a glass. We all know that. He's playing hurt right now with his thumb injury. And you know what? Hats off to him because it, it sounds like that's an injury that he wasn't going to be able to play through. And he played through it on Sunday. And he got them a win. But I, I just think with, with Lawrence and with Parsons, they are going to tee off on him. And he's probably not even going to finish that game. Um, I actually like the Cowboys by two scores in that game. Wow. Nice. All right. So you got the Cowboys. You got the Cowboys. I got the Niners. Yep. So we see differently. So now we're going to go to the night game. And the video is called Idiot Chiefs Fan. This is, it's guys like this. And I know it's, I know it's a show. And I know it's a show. But it's guys like this who talk like this, who are in the sports world that makes you hate the Chiefs. Worried? No. No, 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 no. no. I'm coining a new phrase this morning, Wilds. Here's the phrase. Okay. Better than a buy. This is actually better than a buy. Get some cardio in, <laughs> knock off some rust. Get some cardio. Have no chance of losing. You <laughs> can work on cardio. some things and be just rolling. I can't like, stand that dude. Like like Nick Wright. This is the guy who turned around and said, if New Orleans would have won. He agrees with Alvin Kamara. They would have beat the Eagles. So the team that you lost to that beat the hell out of you, 
you didn't advance, but you were going to come to Philadelphia and win. And idiot Nick Wright agreed with him. Like, I believe he's. A, I believe he's a Steelers fan too. No, Nick Wright's a Chiefs fan. He said the Chiefs were going to go seventeen and zero. And he meant I thought it. he's from Pittsburgh and he's a big Pittsburgh fan. I, he, no, he's 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 a Kansas City guy. I know in the past and the, and the Steelers had their like rivalry going, which wasn't really a rivalry because we beat them all the time. But um, when they had their when they used to play each other a lot, I'll say uh, he was always a big uh, a big Steelers guy, um, and I, I, that's why I always just assumed he was a Steelers guy. Um, but I mean, you know my feeling on Mahomes and all the stuff that's <laughs> come out with like his family and everything. Like, I would love to see just upset City there, knock them off. Chiefs are going to win, but I, yeah, you know. I, I think I, we're I just, all in agreement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does anybody at this point like the Chiefs? I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, and I don't know what came out about the whole thing with this kid, but that whole situation was messed up. I can't like the guy after a story like that comes out, regardless of whether it was true, partially true, whatever. I just I can't like the guy. And then just all the hijinks and everything with Mahomes, I can't stand them. I just I can't stand that team. And every single announcer, they just, like, gush over them the whole game. It's disgusting. I can't wait to see them lose. Yeah, and, and and you think about it. You think about like Mahomes and the year he won the MVP and he was going for the touchdown record. Like, like think about it. Like, they were a very likable team. You rooted for them. Yeah, you did. I don't know what happened because you know, and, and people sit there and say, "Well, it's winning, it's winning." That's why everyone hates the Patriots. No one hated. The, well, I don't think anyone hated the Patriots. I know I didn't when they when they were playing my team. I did, but I was always a fan of the Patriots. I never hated Tom Brady, you know, other than 2004. Um, never hated this, never hated that. There's just, but like you, like you, like you alluded to, I hate Tyree Kill so much. Yeah. I hate him to a passion. Like, like I don't like him. I don't like their fans. They're way too cocky. Um, wow. <laughs> hey, listen. Dude, I, I hope you're right, John. John, I hope John, if they pull off the upset, I want you to come on the Philly Philly podcast and we'll discuss it. Um But just yeah. like Tyree Kill going on saying he could beat Usain Bolt in a race. This is the fastest human being of all time. And you're going to tell him that dude who made a, a, a career of just being fast, you could beat him in a race, like please race him. I want to see you get freaking smoked, dude, and just you know, watch him dust you. Finally, somebody dusted him. I, they're just so unlikable. And like the whole thing with like Mahomes, like girlfriend and the and the brother and the brother, like some bar in Kansas City in their own town, like called him out on social media and like dissed him. Like they're just such unlikable people, and like I'm just tired of it. I'm tired, like tired of her going on correct, his mom going on correcting, you know, broadcast announcers because they called him Pat Mahomes. Like just stop already. Like it's just the cockiness. Just give it a rest. Like we know you're great. You don't you you don't need your brother and your. Your mother and your fiance telling us it almost reminds me of the Eric Lindros era yes. with his parents. Yes, 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 yes. Like and we know how good you are. Donovan Nav's parents like being too involved. Yeah. Like yeah, like like chunky soup. Like come on, man. Like like get out of here with that. Like like just do your commercials. Like like think about how hated the Dallas Cowboys are. Right. Does anyone hate Dak Prescott? No. No. No, but people yeah. hate the guy who's gonna, you know, who's who's gonna sit there, and uh, you know, possibly win another MVP, and then you have Nick Wright doing that, all that. You know, you got the sack leader on the other side. Like, are you like, I know it's not the Chiefs, 
But when you got idiots like that, you're giving these guys bulletin board material. People say players don't listen to that. I think you're lying. Like, people listen. Like, you don't think the Eagles didn't listen in 2017 when it was, you're this, you're that. You know, you went three straight games as the underdog. You're not, you're not beating Case Keenum. Case Keenum? Case Keenum? Like, I, I laugh when I say that name. It's not even at the quarterback. It was the defense alone. It was the coaching. Yeah, like it, it's going to come down to coaching. Like Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season since he's been a coach. You know, maybe there's something there. Maybe, maybe this is a Cinderella story for Ben Roethlisberger's last year. Like maybe, maybe something's like stuff like this happens. I don't know why, but stuff like this happens in the NFL. I mean, you see in other things too. You see like fighters will go through like a five game losing streak and it looks like they're done. And then all of a sudden they come in the first round, they knock somebody out. It's like, well, where the hell did this come from? You know, right. they get flashes of greatness for a very brief second. And maybe he catches that. Maybe that's the light in the bottle moment. Maybe, like I said, his last hurrah here is going to be his last big win. He's going to knock off Pat Mahomes away. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Barry Jordan, a Giants fan, says, damn Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's a close friend of the show. He, he's a Giants fan. Yeah. That guy. Like, that That. That team. You want, you want to talk about a train wreck. That's a dumpster uh, fire. Yep. Like I, all right. So, <laughs> get a little off topic. Did you watch any football on Sunday, Pat? Oh yeah. Did you watch the Giants game? Yeah, I watched it. The, what the, the hell was going through your mind when the quarterback sneaked it on like third and whatever it was? Third, third and nine on the fourth. Yeah, on the four yard line. It's. I mean, he, he look. He knew he was he was getting fired. They weren't keeping him. You know, I think he was just kind of like, screw it. I'm going to go out in epic fashion here. They'll, they'll, they'll always remember me, you know. It's like the kid. It's like the kid in class who who wants to get attention. He gets the negative attention. That's basically what that was. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. Um, so we'll go back. We'll so we'll go. We're gonna end it with the Eagles. But for the first time ever, there's a Monday night playoff game. Crazy. You know, like what? What a day! Like it's 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 you, you got it. It's it's what Martin Luther King Day, so you got the Sixers on at two, the Flyers on at seven, and the Cardinals and the Rams on at eight o'clock. And we're all gonna be digging it out of the snow, so we'll all be home. No, oh, relax. Have oh, a couple drinks that, in us already. That, the, the way that storm's looking, it looks like it's gonna be snow. I, I don't care. I'm going out and getting two cases of beer. Absolutely, that's a payload <laughs> right there. You're just payloading and just watching sports. Uh, no, Eric, you will be at work. Oh, I'll I'll be at work, but doesn't does not mean I don't have to. I can't go out and get two cases of beer. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and I think that this is th- this is a little unfair. Like, like the Rams and Cardinals, that should be like a second round playoff game. This is a game that you want to touch, but you don't know. For all the love and admiration that Matthew Stafford gets. He's not good against teams with winning records in his career. Like, what's what's the excuse going to be? Thank you, John. What's the excuse going to be if if they lose? You you can't blame Jared Goff. So is it McVay or is it Stafford? Well, I mean, I, I, I got to go it, Stafford. I, I mean, I agree with John where he says you know he's going with Arizona because he doesn't trust uh, Matt Stafford, and I I do agree with him. I'm I'm leaning towards Arizona also. The thing about this, people people are not trusting Stafford 
when he had two of the best wide receivers to play the game ever have the greatest, some of the greatest, couple of the greatest seasons ever by wide receivers in Megatron and Cooper Cup. And this dude gets like no love. He just gets nothing. I thought it was because it was just Detroit for so many years, but he's been in LA or uh, yeah, with the Rams and I'm, I'm not impressed. I thought that he would be like a little, he would be more, but I mean, but then again, he's given him more than what Jared Goff gave him. So, I mean, he's a good veteran quarterback. He's got, he's got an arm. Um, I think it's going to wind up being a close game, but I, I see Kyler Murray and, uh, and, and the Cardinals like edging them out. I really do. Give me the Rams. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You bring up, like, all right, so we have, he had Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had 94 and 92 catches back-to-back season. Yeah. So I feel like the run game was a little bit more. I mean, he had 145 catches this year because he had Matt Stafford. Right. But, you know, Cooper Cup was no was – no, uh, he almost had 2,000 yards this year. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, Cup Cup's awesome. The only thing that's held that guy back throughout his career is injuries. Yeah, that's he, it. He's always hurting his ACL. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you figure twelve games with last season, he had ninety-two catches. Almost eight catches a game. So, but yeah, but it's funny. Like we're all like, oh, we're going. You know. You know, this is this game's more on Matt Stafford than it is more on Kyler Murray, because you know Stafford's going to be pressing. You know, he he you got the naysayers to sit there and say he can't win the big game, right? So uh, I like the Rams. I think this is the year. Okay, um, I, for two for one for, well for two big reasons. On their their defensive line is going to be able to control the point of attack against every single team they play in the playoffs and their offensive line with Havenstein and Whitworth, they're going to be able to keep him upright enough that he's going to be able to find his receivers. And they're going to win that game. They're going to win. win. Yeah. They're they're, they're going to win. They're going to do some damage this year in the playoffs. The Rams. So you, you bring that up. So funny story. Well, funny, funny. I forget where I read the article is, is they said the worst thing that could have happened to the Rams this year is if they played the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs, because they match up to them. Just based on the offensive line, and obviously the quarterback play is heads and shoulders. But the, when you're talking about the, as we always talk about, the games in the trenches, like the Eagles can, you know, they match up to to the Rams. And if they hit Stafford like a couple times, you we you know how he gets. He gets erratic. So, well, but, so know, I, 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 I'm not, it wasn't me saying it. It was like it was a national writer on USA Today. I actually looked at. Because they, I knew the Eagles were gonna had a potential to play either the Bucks and Brady or the Rams, and I actually said to my dad, you know, you, you you're really picking poison here because I don't. It's a tough matchup either way, but like I, I was looking at some advanced statistics and like win ratios, like like the pass rushing win ratio for the Eagles, like Josh Sweat was up there pretty high, and uh, Derek Barnett was up there pretty high. Uh, they were like top five or like top ten in that st- in that statistic. But the guys that they're matched up against, Whitworth and Havenstein, were one and three in theirs. So, like, you're looking at that their win ratio is actually higher than the Eagles' win ratio there. And 
that's really what what their what their defense is dependent upon. The Eagles aren't really great at the back end, so if you can't produce that type of pressure, you're going to be very vulnerable in the back end. There, I think the team like the Rams really kind of makes them more vulnerable in the back end than say the Bucks do. Because if you look like Chris Godwin's out now, you know AB he lost his mind, he's gone. Um, so I like without with, you got Mike Evans, you got Brayton, you got Gronkowski, like they're the ones who might hurt you on the back end this week. But I mean, they're a lot less. Uh, menacing than somebody like Cooper Cup, you know, um, Odell Beckham Jr., Woods, uh, Van Van Jefferson. Like, they just have uh, – Higby, they just have so many more weapons, I think, to match up against the Eagles. I think that that was actually a pretty bad matchup for the Eagles. I think the Eagles are getting the Bucks, especially with the Bucks being hurt now. I know uh, Levante David just got reactivated. I know um, Giovanni Bernard and Fournette are all going to be playing, but still, the Bucks are still beat up on defense. They're still beat up a little bit on offense. Brady gets the ball out of his hand fast, but if you can get that A-gap pressure on him and get in his face a few times, you can maybe slow that that team down enough that you can win that game. I just don't think, you know, the Eagles will be able to win a trench game against the, against the Rams. I think the Rams probably, like I said, offensive, defensive line have the best units in football. And I think in playoff football, it matters more. All right, so we're going Rams. I got Rams. I'm going Rams. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm actually going Arizona. All right. Chris, so, you changed your mind. I thought you went Arizona. No, I no no. I just said I just think it was. I no. I think the Rams are going to win. I was. Okay. Just, it's you know. There's. there's I thought so I many convinced factors. you. I was like, damn, that was pretty good on no, my part. <laughs> no, you didn't convince me. I, I just. <laughs> but like you said, the Rams are too loaded with Cooper Cup. You know, Robert Woods is out for the year, but Jefferson has. Van has, Jefferson, has, yeah. Has I, he just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, don't forget so he, about Beckham. He's got too. good genes, man. Beckham. His dad was an ex-patriot. Yeah, that, remember him? That was gonna, that was gonna be yeah. my next one. It was gonna be Beckham. Yeah, Be- Beckham's actually, um, he's actually played very well for them since he got there. But I don't know, man. I like that Arizona team. I think they're going to, I think they're going to shock everybody. Hey, listen, they very well. They got a good defense. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go. We're gonna play two videos. We're gonna play one for my boy who's out for the year with an ACL, and then another one to bring. You know, you Georgia fans down. I did not know when I downloaded the video, and it was the Titanic one. Selena song, yeah. Oh. I, I love that video just for the fact that at the end, Arthur Blank with the blank stare. Oh, on his just face. looked in there yeah. like. And oh, that's better than Nagy after the double doink. That that's, that's just as good. And the bear falling down. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of uh, good Arthur Blank like lost moments. He he, he always yeah. seems like he finds his way to the sideline and just takes a Cheers big to beat. Arthur Blank. Cheers to Arthur Blank. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. All right. So, Pat, you're a non-Eagles guy, so we're going to lead off with you. Uh, the Eagles have a shot that they can get the run game going. Um, 
I don't think I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be the difference maker in this game. I think the Bucs are going to do enough to contain contain him running. Um, they're going to bracket him in a little bit more, and I don't expect him to have a big game on the ground or in the air. He didn't have a good game in the air last time. I think give what 145 yards and a touchdown, two picks. I think was what I what I saw this week on on his statistics. It wasn't a great game, um, and you know he got or no, I'm sorry, I think he had two touchdowns. He got one late. Um, so I, I don't think he's going to have a particularly great game, but um, it's going to come down to the defense. Uh, can the defense get enough turnovers? Can they get enough pressure? And can they run the ball? I think Brady's going to get the ball out of his hands quick enough to kind of keep that defense on its heels. I think if they play zone against him, they're going to die by a thousand cuts. So they need to mix some man in there. I know they don't, people don't see they like to play a whole lot of man this year. Am I right in saying that? No, you're right. Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean, but when 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 teams try to play too much zone to Brady, it's like you said, it's just, it leads to being just death by a thousand cuts. So, right. um, last game was a one score game, but it really didn't it really didn't look that way. Watching it, I think this game's going to be a much closer game. I think this game, if it's a two score game, it's not going to tell the story that it was actually a close game. I think it's still going to be another one score game, but I think it's going to be a very competitive one score game as opposed to last time. Um, yeah, it, it, you. The last game they played, it was a 28-22, I think. 28-22, and the Eagles brought it within six with five minutes left in the game. So, you know, the, there were plays still left to be made. Unfortunately, they didn't get the ball back. Um, going to be – the weather is going to be – it's going to play a factor in this game. It's, yes, it it's, they're, calling, they're calling for a big storm, and – you know, the Eagles have run for 200 yards in five times since this matchup. So, you know, this is what's got them there. We we know what Lamar – or we know what Lamar is. We know what Jalen Hurts, and he's a poor Lamar Jackson. You know, he doesn't have the arm strength. But, you know, at, at this point, arm strength isn't going to be a matter if it's pouring rain. Like, it's right. going to be – it's going to be getting those – you're getting th- those passes out of your pocket. And like you said, the Eagles seem to get those lucky breaks when it comes to turnover. So if a ball slick and it bounces off a receiver's hand, the Eagles have cashed in on that this year. You know, I'm on record. We did our, we did, we did our own preview. <laughs> we, we did our, we did our own preview last week or uh, Tuesday with a, uh, me and Eric, we did we did the Philadelphia Eagles week, and I, and I have them at 27-24, Jake Elliott walk off field goal. I like, yeah i I have the Bucks winning thirty to twenty seven by yeah. field goal. So that that's what I would say. Brady, Brady, I mean, I saw the weather forecast too. Brady's an all weather quarterback. Um, you know, he's 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 going to throw the ball. He's going to complete passes, whether it's snow and rain and whatever. I've seen him do it in all. Um, the thing that the thing that really kind of changed my mind a little bit, moving away from like a uh, a an, an a potential upset, was seeing that Fournette's going to be back this week. Fournette had a really big game, both catching the ball and running the ball against the Eagles last time. I think he had two touchdowns. I think he had like 120, 130 combined yards. Um, yeah, he's but, a monster. But he's hurt, and it's not like a little injury. Like he's he, he's, he's got really like a banged. legit hamstring injury. Like, but it, if they're reactivating him, I think he's okay. And and Bernard coming back too. I mean, 
Brady loves having those guys who scat backs. He's dangerous, you know, and and they're going to see plenty of screens with him, and he's a good player. I, I just, like I said, seeing those two guys come back, I was like, uh, you know, that's but, kind of a. So you so you bring up the screen passes. Now you got to remember something. In these conditions, it's hard to run screen passes. I, I know, I know what Brady is, but it's still hard to run a screen pass in this. Like, you know, you, you go and you stop, and if you slip, that ball's either incomplete or could go the other way easily. You know, it's, you know, you know, again, it's it's Fournette's hamstring. It's what hit. It's what derailed his career in Jacksonville. Like he was, it was always his hamstring. If he gets hit one time, if he slips. On this wet grass, he's gonna he can re-aggravate this injury. You know, it's at the end of the day, Antonio Brown's not there. Chris Godwin's not there. It's pouring rain. Giovanni Bernard's coming back from injury. Uh, Leonard Fournette's coming back from injury. Gronk's is Gronk is Gronk. Mike Evans is come. Mike Evans is still hurt. You know I mean, the Eagles. The Eagles had a bye last weekend. The Patriots had the Patriots. Well, I the biggest, and I, I know the Eagles had a bye last week. That's huge. Yeah, I, I I agree with John here though. He says Eagles have to stop Gronkowski. He he's the guy now with, with the with the weather forecast. He could be dangerous. He could really be dangerous. He could have like, I mean, Brady could feed him all day long with them short short passes, short gains over the middle, and Gronk is just going to run people over. Um, and when I saw the weather forecast, he was the first person I thought of for, for Brady. I did right away. I was like, man, I said he could he could eat up a lot of ground for him if 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 uh, if this is what it comes to. Um, and I also sit back and I, I go, I do get a little nervous because everybody keeps talking about oh the the Eagles and, and their running game. You know, okay, they started their running game. Like they became really great against New Orleans, who had the number one run defense in the league. And then from that point on, to be quite honest, I mean, I love my Eagles, but who did they play? Really, who did they play? What what quarterbacks did they go up against? What defenses were they going up against? So, I mean, they they started to gel at the right time, playing some weak teams at the end of their schedule. And in the playoffs, you get a lot better competition than you do, say, like we've had in the last few weeks of the of the, the season. So I, I I think they have a chance. I, I had said last week on our on our last show, Pat, I said the Eagles, it was like a 60-40 for Tampa Bay. And I do agree the Eagles do have to run the ball to establish a, a game plan. But I'm just worried that, you know, now that we're playing better competition, they're going to stuff the run, and they're going to try and force Jalen Hurts to to win the game with his arm. That's where I'm getting a little nervous because I haven't seen enough of him yet to think that he can take over a game with his arm. So maybe I mean, this is the coming out game for Nick Sirianni. Like you know, you, you sit there, you talk about who the Eagles played, who did they beat. You can't control. You can't control who they play at quarterback. You, you, you know, the, the biggest gripe on Dallas is they swept the division. Who, who and look at the five losses they have. Like they're all playoff teams, with the exception of the Chargers, which is which was Denver. crazy. Uh Denver's not a playoff team. Oh yeah, oh, oh I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they, they Denver beat beat the Cowboys. 
Yeah, and th- their wins, uh, other than the New England game, they didn't have no really impressive wins. They beat the pack. They beat the Falcons by like seventy four. Um, you know, they beat the Eagles in week uh, in week three. You know, they they manhandled so them. So I, yeah. So they can't. So so I got to ask you, what did you think of the game on? Saturday night with the Eagles and Dallas. Do you, do you think that was Dallas's coming out party, or did you think it was just really bad, you know, options for the Eagles, like with who they had playing? Uh, you know what? Dallas is in a position where they had to play their guys just in case of something happened. Um, I really wish the Eagles would have played their guys for at least a half, to be honest. Uh, I, 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 Seth Joyner, I think, put it out there. You know, I kind of agree with Seth Joyner on that. I'm like, it doesn't really, for me, for, if, if the Eagles were a veteran team at the quarterback position, some of the other skilled positions, I could see sitting guys. But not when you're a young team like that. I don't see the benefit of it. And I think having that week off, I know you said it was you know basically a bye week for them. It, it concerns me a little bit being off. I, I, I actually, like I said, if I was Sirianni, I would have played him for a quarter. My biggest concern with the Eagles is 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 going to be Gannon's defense this week. I don't. I'm not as concerned. I think they're going to. Uh, to Eric's point, I think they are going to be able to run the ball because I think that offensive line is really good. I think they're really built to run. So I think you know, no matter who they play, they're going to run the ball and probably be pretty successful. I'm concerned about whether or not that defense can stop a good quarterback. I mean, Derek Carr looked like Dan Fouts when they played him. You know, they couldn't stop him at all. He didn't even have Darren Waller that week. You know, um, I. I just I'm concerned they don't do a whole lot. It seems like pre-snap, and for veteran quarterbacks who are who are good, if you're not throwing something exotic at them pre-snap here, they're going to pick you apart, and that's what we've seen this year. So, like I said, I'm I'm not concerned as much about on the offensive side. I think that's why Eric's saying 30 to 27 is probably a good pick for for the score. I'm concerned about what they how they hold up defensively. Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's that, that's that's where I'm at too. It, I am that that's where I'm at. It's, it's gonna, I don't know, I don't know. So, so, I got so, so, he, on it. so here's my question. So, say the Eagles ended up with the number one seed, and they rested their guys. It's it's basically the same thing. You know, maybe maybe they're going in with the confidence of, you know, listen, we're good enough to be the number one seed. Not not saying they are, but you can't go in there and be like we're. Just because we're here doesn't mean anything. Like we're here because we deserve to be here. We did our job. I look at teams though, like the most recent one I could think of was the Ravens from a few years ago. Um, with Lamar Jackson when he first took over starting quarterback. Um, younger team, they got the bye. They came out, they were totally flat against Tennessee, and Tennessee ran all over them. And like I said, I just don't think these younger teams can mentally shut off for a week like that on the bye and play off football and then come back to it. I think it's really a lot harder. And <laughs> sorry. Get a little playback here. I don't sound I'm good. Sorry, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to change my voice a little bit. Sorry. That's um, the wrong thing. It's all right. But yeah, so I, I just look at it. I, I really, and like I said, Seth Joyner was the one who really kind of bought it up. He got me thinking about it and, I think he's right. I think with a younger team like that, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers sits and he Aaron Rodgers played a half, but they would have sat Aaron Rodgers for the whole game. Aaron Rodgers is coming out 
you know, when he's done, uh, you know, when that when the they're off the bye week, he's going to be slinging it still, you know, because he's been doing it for so long. I, I just think with with having a younger team in certain spots, like I said, the wide receiver position, the quarterback position, I just I don't see the benefit of them sw- sitting them the whole the whole the whole game. I, I would like to have seen them at least play a half. All right, so we'll allude back to that real quick. So you're talking about um, Derrick Henry and when they played the Patriots or when they played Baltimore, the Ravens. Yeah. And you know, yeah, what he was, he was off that game. They only scored 12 points. He looked, but, Lamar Jackson looked awful that whole game. But Derek Henry touched the ball 33 times that day. He made Ed Reed his, was it Ed Reed? It was Earl, he, Thomas. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. He, to, he tossed, he would, other than Earl Thomas, his wife beating him and make him retire. That's what really gave Earl <laughs> Thomas like the, the kick out of the league. You know, Derrick Henry is throwing safeties, Earl Thomas, Josh Norman. So, like, like, I get what you're saying, but if your defense can't stop that, you know, you know, you can only ask so much out of your But if you go back and you watch the film of that game, there were a lot. Oh, no, no, Lamar Jackson awful. No, yeah, he was just totally forced errors on that. He was horrible that whole game, but flat from the start. Yeah, Yeah, he was bad. Like, we're not, you know. So, and again, I go back to – so we're going to go back to this. So, and because Drew brought it up. He tore his ACL. Tyree On that play? No, but he he ended up, he played. If that was Dallas Goddard, the fan base would have lost his its mind. So, well, they ran that play though with Dallas Goddard. I don't think he would have. They would have given him that that type of play. Well, that's not what he tore his ACL on. He tore his ACL on a not on like a non-contact. Play. Like, but again, that's that's that, yeah. But like that happened. Like that's per person. Like because God, if Goddard, if you would swap Goddard that same spot there, like if it's a if it's a safety going low on him and hitting him, okay, yeah. But like on a non-contact, that's up to the guy's body. Like you can swap Goddard in on that play it doesn't mean he's going to tear his ACL. You know. That's just me, though. Eh, I mean, we'll agree to disagree. So, like I said, I'm the Eagle. I got the Eagles 27-24 walk off field goal. Uh, Eric I like Scott. I like Eric's score thirty twenty seven. I'm going to go with that too. Stealing that. God damn it! Is anyone going to agree with me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did no. that one time. I thought I sold you on it, but you were said you said no. So I'm not agreeing with you the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, listen, guys, thanks for joining. Um, you know, today was a, this good, was a show. good show. I enjoyed this. This was awesome. So we'll do this again. It was good to have week. you back with us, too, man. Yeah, know, yeah man. absolutely. One, once football season gets back, we'll get back to doing, you know, Philadelphia sports. We won't be doing any Philly coverage because it looks like baseball ain't happening. <laughs> we can do the Korean League. We can, we can be like living through COVID again. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's pretty funny. So. <laughs> I'm gonna play two videos on <laughs> our out video, so it's gonna be awesome. the new Eagles hype. It's gonna be the new Eagles hype video. I couldn't find a Patriots video. I guess they didn't release it yet. Well, before so, before we do that, you know, we gotta say thank thing. you to our sponsors of Lotterine Watches, TheMonkeysUncle.net, and of course, the SixPackCoverage.com. I mean, they they brought us on. You know, they have us on the, the their their network that's growing. So again, thank you again to SixPackCoverage.com. If you know, the official host of the host site for the Philly Philly podcast. So 
Hey, okay, now you can go into your uh, your videos. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the Eagles' new playoff video, which has made its debut earlier, and now it's going to make its debut here. People say to me, you did it. You got in the playoffs. You made it. So you think everything we put in this dang season was just to get in? Yeah, let's buckle up now. I'm not going to talk about how we got here. We came together, grew together, fought together. When you're in the championship fight, you think you win every round? Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. You don't. But I'm proud to stand in the ring with this group of guys every damn week. Do we get the credit we deserve? Who cares? If you're a Birds fan, you know exactly who we are. Gorgeous pass by Hurts. Don't get me wrong. Are we perfect? I think y'all know the answer to that. But we fight like hell. What did Coach say? We're nasty? Yeah, we are. That's us. We're nasty. I can dig that. So what'd you all come here for? You want me to get fired up, right? You want me to tell you why you should be f***ing excited? Because it's the freaking playoffs, that's why. Is it the end of the fight? Hell no. Dog mentality, baby. That's a team. Next round, press on. Man, I can't explain it. Just walking down these hallways, all those memories just start flooding back. And it is But this is a new team, and this team has been on an unbelievable journey so far. The miracles, the plays that blew your mind, the trials that could have broken others. This city has been waiting on another team with heart like this one. So let's keep this train moving. Keep these memories going so that we can do what this city believes we can do. Whatever it takes. This is our day because we're going to make it our day. We will stay together and whatever it takes, let's make it.